You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Maria Guardado, who covers the Angels for MLB.com. And it's been an eventful week, Maria. But first, before we get into the news and the notes, I saw Carrie Muscat tweet out that she got one of your delicious baked goods and loved it. And I feel like that's very high praise and very cool coming from Carrie Muscat. Yeah, definitely. Um, I made some apple empanadas uh so i brought them when the angels were facing the cubs at Tampa diablo stadium so yes she was a lucky recipient i'm glad that she enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> so folks if you want to receive maria's baked goods you need to go to the game and you need to shower her with compliments and then maybe one day you'll be lucky enough to taste those i'm still waiting uh, for those baked goods <laughs> Uh, but now you gotta come to Arizona. <laughs> I know I will come to Arizona. I will get those treats from you, Maria. Um, yes. So a little news that we're going to talk about now: Angels camp. So obviously it was the conversation heard around baseball yesterday after Otani and Kershaw faced off. Highly anticipated moment. Um, and so what I need, what I'd like from you, Maria, if you can kind of set up the moment, um, what happened with his at bat, and then a little bit of reaction afterwards. Sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, in the Angels game against the Dodgers, uh, Shohei Otani batted against Clayton Kershaw, who, of course, has been probably the best pitcher uh, in baseball for the last decade or so. Um, and, yeah, I think Otani got ahead in the count about 2-0, and then Kershaw came back and got him looking with a curveball, kind of froze him. So, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get much tougher than that than, you know, going up against Clayton Kershaw. And I think afterwards, Otani was talking about how he thought it was kind of a special moment. And um, Kershaw you know, typical, you know, said that he couldn't care less uh, since he had chose not to join the Dodgers. So uh, there was some kind of like, you know, back and forth going on there. But um, I think it, overall it was a good test for, for Otani. And, you know, Kershaw got the best of, it, best of him this time. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens in, in future freeway series matchups. Yeah, absolutely. And I looked on the schedule. It looked like it's July uh, when they meet up again. I, it might be before, but I'm pretty sure I saw July. But, you know, Kershaw, Kershaw said good luck. Otani said it was a little bit outside, so I think that it's going to be a little more heated than the normal the normal battle between those two teams. So it should be a, it should make for some pretty great content, Maria. Yeah, and actually, an, an, an interesting companion piece to all of this was a an article that Andy McCullough of the LA Times wrote about uh, the Dodgers' kind of failed uh, quest for Otani. I think a lot of the Dodgers players, including Kershaw and Justin Turner, kind of felt like the whole exercise was a waste of time for them because it was it seemed pretty clear to them that Otani was going to, was going to pick an American League team so yeah. yeah I mean there's kind of a, that interesting backdrop to it as well it is because and especially like if we just quickly go back to how this all went down basically Otani said hey court me make me choose you and you know why should I come to your team that's a pretty tall order to ask grown men to court another grown man when it comes to playing baseball so really interesting dynamic to begin with and then he landed with the Angels so, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to that. But the other part of Otani right now in spring training is the balance between his pitching and his batting. How how are the Angels and Mike Sosha balancing this right now? Yeah, so it kind of seems like a pattern is kind of developing. So, basically, you know, uh, he doesn't hit on the days, you know, before uh, 
or after his starts, and, and he doesn't hit, obviously, the day that he starts. Um, and then he typically takes, like, one or two days off, and then he, he hits. Um, so I think the, the pattern is basically going to be, like, pitch, rest, hit, hit, maybe hit, rest, you know, rest, and then pitch. Like, I don't know. I feel like a, basically, you know, he's going to be able to, to hit either, you know, two to three times uh, in between his starts. And he it looks like he's probably going to end up pitching about once a week or so. Uh, so I think, yeah, the, the Angels are definitely being careful not to overload him, especially since it is still spring training. Um, but they're keeping a really close eye on his workload. You know, they track every swing that he takes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're really kind of being really deliberate about how they, uh, you know, make sure that he kind of gets his work in in both disciplines but also doesn't overextend himself, which is I think is going to be really important in terms of keeping him healthy throughout the season. Maria, I have some homework for you for next week. I'd love to hear from the trainer and the training staff about how they are keeping his body fresh and, and keeping it able to do both of these things. I think that's really interesting because the body can only handle so much, and you see guys go through these injuries and just have the wear and tear. He's doing double duty, and it's in spring training, so I think it's so fascinating to see how his body will react you know, by all-star break and if he is, is tired or what he does to make sure that his body stays in shape to be able to do both and do them well. Yeah, I mean, the, the Angels don't really make the training staff available to reporters, but I uh, can definitely look into <laughs> that. But I will say that he is a big dude. Like, he, he's, a, like, a physical presence. So, like, I feel like, you know, and he's obviously been doing this for the last five years in Japan, so I feel like you know, if anything, his body is, is kind of used to, to handling that type of workload. But, yeah, like I said, I mean, he's he's a big guy. <laughs> he's like 6'4", um, probably like over 200 pounds. So, um, uh, you know, he's he's strong. <laughs> awesome. Okay, moving, uh, moving on to Garrett Richards. So, sidelined for almost two seasons, Maria. He made just six starts. And Allison Footer wrote about him coming back and how he looks really good. He struck out seven. Uh, how important is his health? to the impact and to the success of the starting rotation? It's huge. I mean, if anything, I would say that Garrett Richards is kind of the, the X factor for, for the Angels because if they can get, you know, 28, 30 starts out of Richards, I think that they're going to be, you know, they're going to be looking good. Um, they, they really haven't had that ace uh, since, you know, really because he's been hurt the last two years, and that, that's really burned them in terms of, you know, the, the, the strength of the rotation. So, he, he's really kind of the only guy that they have who has the potential to be the ace. I mean, there's also Otani, but he's obviously, you know, he's going to be entering his rookie season. He has to adjust to the higher level of competition uh, in the majors, whereas Richards has proven that he can be successful at this level. In 2014, he was like a stud. He had like a 2.14 ERA or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it's kind of been a conversation for the Cy Young until he, he ended up uh, suffering a pretty gnarly knee injury uh, in August, which cut short his season. But, um, like I said, I mean, he, he's proven to be a number one starter when he's healthy. And so I think the challenge for him now entering his final season of a free agency is just to stay on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, his success is going to be crucial to that of the Angels. And they're going to really be counting on him to kind of lead the rotation uh, and be, be the ace that they've kind of been missing the last two years. And Mike Sosha gave him high praise. He called him electric so far. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that, you know, Richards is, is a really talented pitcher. Um, you know, he throws hard. He you know, he has a lot, he gets a lot of movement with his two fastballs. And I think he's been kind of working on, on developing more of his curveball and wants to mix that into to more of his repertoire this season as well. So um, I think he's going to be a guy to watch. I think he really has the potential to kind of get back to where he was in 2014 and be one of the better pitchers in the American League. All right, Maria, lastly, maybe my favorite, Ichiro Suzuki inked a one-year deal with the Mariners. He's coming back 
to Seattle, and it's good for baseball. Obviously, the Mariners have a need right now in the outfield, so it's not just for show. He will be playing and contributing, but in his press conference, he said he wants to pitch to Shohei Otani while Otani is batting. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I feel like he's really, like, you know, he, he said that he wants to play until he's at least 50 years yeah. old. So, um, you know, who knows? Maybe he could embark on a whole second career as a pitcher for all we know. You know, he's, his longevity is impressive. And, you know, I, like I said, I wouldn't put anything past I him. So it. I would definitely like to see that matchup. Um, I'm sure Otani will end up pitching to him at some point since they're going to be running into each other a lot since they're in the same division. So, I think it'll be an interesting storyline to follow this year. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And also, Maria, happy International Women's Day. You're a rock star and one of the few women who are covering baseball for MLB.com. So, you know, congratulations and happy International Women's Day. Thank you. Happy International Women's Day to you too, Danny. Thank you so much. All right, with Maria Guardado, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.